Hi, welcome to the Happy in Medicine podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Christina Arnold. I'm an expert certified coach and a physician mom. I help women physicians go from burnout to happy in medicine. Let's get started. Today, we're learning a handy little tool to decompress life, decisions, and next steps. You ready? Here's what's what. Most humans look at decisions in the future and think there's just this very narrow path to success. I heard this so often in academics, we're threading the needle. This concept that there's this really tiny edge of a knife we walk on. And if we're on the edge, we'll we'll stay alive. And if we fall off the edge, we die. It's just life or death concept that's pretty pretty common in academics. We tell ourselves, One way is easy, brilliant. Our success is guaranteed. It's lined by health, wealth, prosperity, happiness, financial freedom, vacations. And then the other path is destined for financial and social ruin, losing the job, the house, being homeless. Choose the wrong path, it's over. Suffering, mayhem, and devastation. This is what a normal brain sounds like when it's looking at decisions. And maybe it might not be active in your mind. It might be somewhere buried deep, but that's what's usually brewing in the background default setting of most human brains. While it's not wrong to be there, of course, it can feel heavy and it can make it hard to get through the day, hard to negotiate for what we want, hard to advocate for what we want. It can be easy to feel trapped. There are just no options. It's an impossible situation. We're stuck, resenting the job, being irritated by the people we care about can make life really hard. So when you find yourself in this very normal human place, this week's coaching tool is for you. Here it is. Ready? Make all options good first. Make all options good first. Where your brain wants to take you to death and destruction or this, or it will lead to riches, it's very all or nothing, black and white, we want to step back with coaching and make all options good first. Whether you're on the knife's edge or you're flying off the edge of the knife, right? whether you're threading the needle or you're on the other side of the needle's eye, we're going to make all options good first. I'm going to give you two examples. One is the dreaded book chapter, just because we do so much go-between on book chapters. Here's a client who was working on, should she accept this book project or not? This is how she presented it. I obviously can't say no. This person's very famous. She's very influential. If I say no, she'll hate me forever. She'll put me on a black ball list of people who can never accept or be offered other other options, honors, or opportunities. She's in all, all the society organizations. She'll block me from everything. I'll lose all future opportunities. I'll never get promoted. And I also just don't have the time. I don't know how. I've never written a book chapter before. I hate writing. I don't want to do this. If I do a bad job, she'll hate me even more. If I take this on, my boss will be mad that I didn't do her projects. This is going to consume all my free time. I'm just not going to sleep for the next nine months. This is horrible. So see, that's what the normal what the normal human brain does. It drops into there are actually no good options here, right? It feels terrible. And it just it's very hard to have clarity in what you want or how to get there. It's easy to get lost and overwhelm or only see bad options. So let's try our exercise. This week's tool is make all the options good first. So we're going to just for the purposes of this episode, constrain it to two choices. I accept the book project 
or I decline the book project. In reality, in coaching, I would show you there are actually infinite options here. Our brain likes to think of there's only one and it's terrible, but really, you could accept the book project and ask to be middle author. You could accept the book project and bring on two other authors and, ha- and ha- do a third of the work and bring on people who are more senior who can teach you how to write a book chapter. You could accept the book chapter and ask to delay it for 18 months. Maybe after the promotion, you'll have more time. Give yourself plenty of time to carve out space for this. You could decline the book project, but say, I'd love to do a smaller scope project with you. There are infinite options here. And the more options you show yourself, the more space you'll create for yourself. And of course, every time we create more space, we get more clarity and perspective of what we want and how to get there. So let's go, if she decides to accept the book project, let's find good reasons. And so I asked her that. Let's go to the place where you accept. What are good reasons to accept according to you? Let's explore your brain. She said, you know, I would actually love to work with this person. I've been following her my whole career. She seems exceptional. I would learn so much from working with her. I'd love to be in her inner circle with people who get things done for her. So she comes to me more often. I'm actually really interested. This is my niche. I'm really interested in this area and would love to have the opportunity to dive very deep in knowledge and become seen as the expert in this this injury or this pattern. It's going to for sure help me get promoted. Of course, I'm going to learn a lot, including how to write a book chapter and how to work with this editor. I'm going to do a great job, obviously, right? We We don't sign up to do terrible jobs, and that will create so many more opportunities. I'll be really proud of myself, and I'm going to learn how to manage my time so that I don't have to sacrifice my family time, my working out time, my reading for pleasure time. I'm going to find a way to do both. If she accepts it, we want to accept it with reasons we love so we feel good about the choice. And so if we hit a road bump down the road, we can come back to these good choices. Here's why I chose this. And it just helps us move forward through the speed bumps, et cetera. All right, option two, declining the book project. So then I asked her, okay, tell us why, what are the good reasons for declining it? We want to make all options good. So she said, you know, I just graduated fellowship. My primary focus is just is sharpening my clinical skills, not making mistakes, building relationships, getting my turnaround time in a good range, integrating into this new job. I want to be able to be a team player in all the different ways my chair expects of me. I want to be able to be available for my colleagues in case some of them can't make call or can't do frozens. I want to be seen as a team player. And I want that flexibility in my time to be able to do that, to absorb those additional tasks that are coming. I'm just learning how to be a faculty member. This is a huge identity shift for me. I, I, my main focus really is taking care of my patients, taking care of my job, and getting home in time to spend time with my family. I just actually figured out how to go to the gym a couple nights a week and read a book for pleasure. I want to protect this time. I for sure can still get promoted. This is not the only way to get promoted. And I want to work on these other areas like diagnostic excellence, like teaching. In a way, if I really don't want to do this, say no protects a relationship. It doesn't harm it. Because sometimes relationships are better when there isn't a book chapter involved, especially if you don't want to do it. And she said, and I'm still going to have future opportunities for sure. I create opportunities to working on investing in relationship building. 
So notice what we did for this client was we looked at the two main options she was considering. We also looked at a lot more because there's always more than two options and we made both of them good. So she could feel good about both of them. Both of them, she would be successful. When we can make it good both ways, we start creating relief and space and possibility. We start understanding, we get clarity on what we want and the next step becomes obvious. Here's your second example. I retired from academic medicine at age 45, became a full-time coach. It took me a couple of years to get here. And I had these thoughts. If I stay in academic medicine, I'm going to have this impactful career, the stable income. I'm going to be heartbroken though, because I don't want to do this forever. I love to write and speak and network. These are my favorite parts about academics. If I leave academics, I leave all this behind. If I leave, people are going to think I'm nuts. I won't have an impactful career. I'll have financial instability for the rest of my life. I won't be able to do the things I love, like writing, speaking, and networking. So notice my default pattern of my brain, like yours, like everyone's, totally normal, goes to everything is terrible and I'm out of control and stuck. So here's the coaching tool, what it looked like in real time. I decided I was going to make both, I was going to stay in my job until both options I believed, I truly believed in my bones were good options. I worked through my job issues until I could see myself happy in academic medicine for the rest of my life. I really believed it. It's like I could keep writing, speaking, networking, diagnosing, coming up with lectures, teaching, mentoring, coaching at work. I really could be happy doing this forever. I could get along with people forever. I could make this work forever. I believed it in my bones. And when I did, I started seeing just more possibility. I was like, you know what? The things I love about medicine, writing, speaking, networking, I for sure would need those for coaching. <laughs> you know, so much, so much creativity in coaching. Like I will take all those skills with me and they will help me. And to the point of like, well, I'm, I'm worried that I won't be successful or have an impactful career, financial instability or financial stability. I started realizing, wait a minute, success, impact, and stability all come from me, not from my job in medicine, not from coaching. They are inherent skills in me. I have 45 years of experience. I can create success, impact, stability. I create it, not something outside of me. And it really helped because while I was making this decision during the pandemic, there was, there is still ongoing a wave of people leaving medicine. We saw doctor jobs being slashed. We saw jobs being consolidated, bonuses and salaries being slashed. So this idea that medicine provides stability really became something to at least question. It didn't seem to be true to me anymore. And I started opening up to, you know, coaching can be stable. And in some ways, and I, you know, I really got to this place of I can count on me more than I can count on academics. Like I, I know I'll show up for myself. Will academics always show up for me? Mm, no, I don't think so. <laughs> People in academics have their favorites, their circles, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I can count on me more than I can count on academics. And when I got to the place of impact, this is what really helped too, is that coaching, at least for me, is so is the most deeply impactful thing I've ever done in my entire life. It's the divorces that never happened. People came in because they thought they were going to get divorced. The divorces that never happened because I could help facilitate people finding their way back to each other if that's what they wanted 
or the divorces that ultimately did come to finalization that led to deep healing and liberation and transformation. And either way, if there was a divorce or not, helping families heal themselves, helping people stay at the job and stop suffering for decades. The people who came to me crying over how much pain they were in because of their coworker, learning how to transform that relationship into something powerful. The clients who wrote, who actually said, you know, before coaching, I thought suicide was the only option and the suicides that didn't happen. I believe deeply in my bones that coaching saves lives and it's the most impactful experience of my entire life. When I even look at my own life, it saved me in so many ways. My whole world is different. I had this freedom to write my schedule, to spend May in Australia, to spend the summer in California, to think about all the things I want to think about. I made both options good first. And when I truly could see that, I bring my happiness, my security, the impact, legacy, success, stability, like that comes for me nowhere else. It became very obvious what I wanted to do and how I was going to do it. It can be successful either way. If it can meet my financial goals and needs of my family, either way. If I can contribute value to the world, either way. Either way is stable. Either way is my choice. Of course, I'm going to do coaching full-time. Now, my decision isn't for everyone. I'm going to be honest. I get it. But this week's tool is for everyone. This week's tool is about making both options good first. This will decompress your relationships, including your relationship with your boss, your job, your partner, your kids, yourself. As you make this space and room, you'll start having clarity. It'll become obvious what you want and how to get it. Because here's the truth. Where the brain thinks there's just one way to get there and it's a very narrow one, you got to go through the needle, you got to stay on the knife's edge. Here's the truth. There are infinite paths to the top of the mountain. All of them lead to the same place, which is your success. Your success is guaranteed either way. There really is no way you're going to end up in ruins. We really do just get to choose what we want to do and what's the very next step. We're going to be happy either way. All options are good. We get to make all options good first because we are in control of the good We are the people who make it good. We make a decision, and then through coaching, we learn how to go to work to make that decision right. So check in. How does that feel when you start seeing all options are good? If you really, really believe all options are good. For me, it's this deep level of certainty, openness, relief, safety, groundedness, reassuredness. It feels amazing. When we're in this place of grounded certainty, it opens your brain up to think at a much higher level, to find all the paths, to think about all the possibilities, including what is it that we want to do next? How can we support ourselves along the way? What do we need? Who do we need to ask for help? Who do we want to bring along with us? What tools do we want to put in our toolbox? It feels so much better. For help making all your options good, I really have to say nothing is better than coaching to help you see all options as good. And you can enroll or schedule your free coaching consultation by going right now to christinaarnoldcoaching.com. It's all one word, Christina Arnold Coaching. Christina spelled with a C-H-R. 
on the consultation. We'll go over your specific situation, outline a winning plan, look at the results you can expect. I'll answer all questions from a neutral space. No pressure ever. Obviously, it's so much fun. Go to ChristinaArnoldCoaching.com today. And remember, you're right where you're supposed to be, doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing at the exact right rate. And so is everyone else. Have a beautiful week, everyone. Bye. Bye.